This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein. here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all as the uh, first hint of fall kissing our windshields this morning with a few drops oh, really? I from the heavens. Wait, got to get my microphone yeah, over closer it works to my better. face. Yeah, uh, I didn't see any. Oh, yeah, out on the west side. it was uh, The pavement was wet. We had that yesterday and the day before. A little, mm. And I was out on the golf course. It was just a slight uh, yeah. drizzle. Yeah. You know, it kind of rain that you don't get wet. You just gain weight. Yes. Very familiar with that. Yeah. You finish 18 holes. You think, God, I just put on about mm. 15 pounds. But it's just your clothes are soaked. The, uh, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to losing the golf season. I mean, I want to keep I, playing. I'm, oh, I'm starting I'm going to play to, better. I'm yes. excited about it again, and and I just hate to see it turn into winter. But golf in the in the north in the northwest in the fall, fall fantastic. It's, yeah, if you get a day where it's not pouring, even if there's a light drizzle, drizzle, yeah. it's fantastic. Right, and I'm looking forward to it. We only have uh, two more shows here in August. We will do a special show. I am told. From the Oregon Golf Club, uh, the morning of round three of the Cambia Portland Classic. But uh, we got a lot to get done here in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, we do. I mean, we, we got, got a lot to... of help today. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So you're going to have to keep your comments, you know, short and sweet. Well, you normally take over. <laughs> no, <laughs> anyway. me, me. Yeah. yeah. Well. I, this is good. Look. If, if I five, say nothing more, I know I'm still getting paid for it. Exactly. I, it's well, not we a think. big deal. <laughs> yeah, we hope. We can only hope. <laughs> I also wanted to bring up fake fall. What? Fake, fake fall? What are you talking about? This is fake fall. You know that, right? This happens every single year in the Portland metropolitan area. Where no, I understand. In August, the clouds come in and it rains a little bit and everybody thinks it's the start of uh, fall. And no. then you get two more weeks of sun. Oh, all right. Oh, I'm expecting two more months of sun, quite frankly, till about mid-October. So golf season continues. Yes, golf season will continue. I never heard of fake fall, I guess. Yeah. Where have I been? I don't know. You've been in New York too long. Thank God you're not in New York this oh, weekend because there's a hurricane coming and uh, the Northern Trust final round could be in jeopardy. It's pouring there. Yeah, this I know. It's like a, a terrible summer for them back there. It just... It's rain constantly, and yeah. you have thunder showers. It's a mess. 
But fortunately for the Northwest here, they are very much in need of a little uh, this cool week and, and some moisture in the air, try and tamp down whatever wildfires remain and clear the air. So it, it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely a good thing. Uh, it's a shame we can't get a little bit of that eastern rain here in the West, particularly down uh, central and, yeah. uh, and in California. They could use it. All right. We mentioned busy, busy show. Uh, our buddy, Jeff Simons, who is the director of resort operations down at Bandon Dunes, uh, he will join us. There's a lot been going on over the last month. There were the reports and, and uh, uh, Mr. Kaiser uh, talking about plans for more development of golf courses. Uh, we'll kind of clarify what is in the works and maybe how far away it is from being reality. Jeff will join us. Also, uh, there's some new lodging and dining options down there because I know in the fall rates come down a little bit. Uh, more locals will head down there uh, to Bandon. Maybe September, October, you're looking at uh, getting away. Maybe the kids get back into school and a routine starts and it's a little easier to slip away maybe for a couple of days. Something I'm looking at too. I was uh, online I guess they got a Facebook post of uh, or an email. It's from Golf Life and Golf Digest, and they said that Bandon Dunes is like the number one. It's the number one golf resort, I think, in the world. Yeah, and it should be number one on your bucket list. So yes. if you've got a bucket that isn't quite emptied out. Uh, and you didn't have Bannon in, you better throw it back in. So, uh, so I'll talk to we'll talk to Jeff coming up at eight fifteen about what they've got cooking there. He also uh, uh, was recently in the Dominican Republic, played a little golf. So I've, I've heard that is a growing, growing destination if you want to get away on a golf golf trip to Dominican. That is interesting. I, I know Jeff quite well, and he didn't share that information with yeah. me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> We'll Jeff and I get, are tight these days. <laughs> we'll have to get to the bottom of that. So we got that uh, in the tip segment. Uh, instructor uh, Brandon Stukesbury, uh, who is, I don't know where, he, maybe he's in New Orleans now. He was in Georgia, formerly uh, worked at the PGA Tour Academy at the TPC Las Vegas course. Anyway, he's a, a top five golf digest instructor. Um, he's got a couple of books out on putting in the short game. So he's going to join us in the tips, uh, try and, uh, give you some help as you're continuing to develop and work on things. And then, uh, in the business of golf, I was able to catch up, uh, earlier this week with Heather Lynn, who won the Les Schwab amateur open and secured her spot amongst uh, the professionals in the LPGA stop, the Portland Cambia Classic coming up in September. Uh, she is uh, entering her senior year at the University of Oregon. They are putting together quite the golf team. They finished 11th at the NCAAs last year. Uh, the top three finishers actually in the Open were all Oregon Duck teammates. So uh, I got a few minutes with her and her excitement level, a two-time winner of the uh, Les Schwab Oregon Amateur. The uh, the Ducks are really producing great golfers. It's really good to see. I, uh, I, and and a number of really good players coming out of them. Uh, I I'm excited to listen to yeah. to that interview. I wasn't able to make it, but uh, I'm excited. This is a very rare opportunity for an amateur to be allowed to play in a tournament without a sponsor's exemption. Yeah. You actually earn your way in. Uh, that's great, and it's good to see an Oregon Duck do it. And it's her second time, so she's a little bit more prepared this time around to to go in and know know what's coming, albeit a brand new course. So that's what's on the docket. But as always, we got a major, we got FedEx Cup playoffs. Let's go inside the ropes. 
It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Uh, briefly, the Champions Tour making their swing through the Pacific Northwest up there in Snoqualmie for the Boeing Classic. Billy Mayfair, Woody Austin, Ernie Els tied for the lead at six under par. Jerry Kelly, Davis Love the third one back, so uh, a good field up there. And uh, always nice to see uh, when they come to the Pacific Northwest. Uh, you're cueing me, right? I'm hey. supposed to say, okay. You can. Yes. I'm uh, giving you the option. Uh, absolutely. Are you sure you're not cueing me? Yeah. You oh. can You can pass. No, I'm I'm good because I actually watched a bit of this yesterday. Ernie Yells is playing better than he has played in a while, and I love to watch Ernie swing a golf club. It's like watching uh, Freddie Couples too. I their their tempo is so good. So, you know, I get to the point where I'm not really caring about the scores. I just want to watch the swing. Some of them uh, look like me, and and some of them look like uh, good players. Um, as long as none of them look like me. Yeah, exactly. Davis Love playing really well. Still hits the ball very long, surprisingly. Um, so there, it's nice to see a a professional tournament up uh, in the Northwest. I'd like to see. We'd certainly know, like to see one closer to home. We certainly would. Uh, it's a shame we lost the uh, yep. the Winco. Uh, maybe we can get something like that back, but uh, a good tournament going on up up in Seattle. And then uh, the Corn Ferry Tour playoff starting. So uh, guys that finished 26 to 100 on the Corn Ferry Tour paired with guys that finished 126 to 200 on the PGA Tour in the FedEx Cup points race. And uh, they are once again at Hillcrest Country Club in Boise, the Albertsons Boise Open. That's where our buddy Jeff Sanders is running that event uh, uh, it has been on that tour every year. That tour has been in existence. You have a seven-way tie for the lead after two rounds at 10 under par. A mix of guys uh, that had been on the PGA Tour as well as uh, some Corn Ferry guys uh, trying to get there. Uh, Patrick Rogers amongst those leaders. Ben Coles, John Huh, J.J. Spawn. So, uh We'll see. Not going quite as low as we've seen in the past. We have seen guys been able to uh, eat this course up. Uh, it'll be interesting down the stretch. Our buddy uh, Scott Harrington making the cut. So he's at four under. He's trying to see if he can keep his card. But only seven shots between the cut line and the lead. So the weekend's going to be wild. No kidding. We have a seven-way tie for first. That's that's a first uh, in the uh, history of the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, and there's another first there. In the 32-year history, yeah. there has never been a repeat winner. Did, did you find that? Uh, that yeah. Steven Yeager is the uh, he's the defending champ. Yeah, and uh, doesn't look like he's going to win yeah, it. Yeah, you would have think. Now, part of it is is if somebody wins, usually they get promoted to the PGA Tour the following year. So the nature of what this tour is about doesn't lend itself. But you would think at some point. Somebody could be a defending champion, especially uh, this year because it was the extended. Two, yeah. you it's it it encompasses twenty months or twenty two months, but uh, but yeah, it still hasn't happened. No, it hasn't, and and like you say, it's bound to happen. Uh, five of the seven players who are tied for first are really looking to get into the top twenty five. Two have already met it at uh, Coles and Remy. Have, yeah, they're already they got their in. spots, so they're just looking for uh, some dough. Right, 
uh, and the rest of them are fighting to to get their cards. This is the first of three events in their playoffs, so they'll be handing out another 25 cards in another two weeks. Exactly. The uh, LPGA is at Carnoustie in Scotland, the fifth and final major on the docket. Right now, they are in the middle of the third round. Anna Nordquist and Yelimi No uh, tied at nine under. Nordquist is in. She had a seven under 65 shooting up the leaderboard. Brooke Henderson has it to eight under. Madeline Sagstrom, uh, who was the uh, second round co-leader, seven under. Lexi Thompson is at seven under. Nelly Corda. Aria Jatinagarn at six under. So it is a outstanding leaderboard. They uh, are playing Carnoustie for the second time for this event. So a great venue and uh, should be lots of fun early in the morning when you wake up uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and the Americans are doing quite well here. Uh, Nelly Corder, after kind of a rough day yesterday, if you can call a 73 a rough day at Carnoustie, she didn't make any putts. I uh, hit the ball fairly well, but uh, doing quite well. She uh, at one point was three under. She's back to two under for the day, uh, but only three off the pace, and I look for her to make some noise uh, come tomorrow. Uh, Noah is, is really quite a good young player, 20 years old. Uh, Looking for a first win. Yeah, Absolutely. A rookie last year, a really good putter. I've been checking her stats against uh, Anna Norquist, and if I had a choice, I'd take no. She's almost a stroke up on her in yeah. uh, her average. It'll just for run. her. It'll be handling the nerves of being that in that position versus Anna, who's won three majors. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lexi Thompson playing well. And Boy, she's when she makes putts, she's fantastic. So yep. uh, hopefully, she figured something out quickly. The uh, PGA Tour starting the FedEx Cup playoffs. They are at Liberty National. They're uh, in New Jersey, uh, just across uh, the water from Manhattan. Uh, John Rahm, your leader, 12 under. Tony Finau is 11 under. We got some guys really going low today. Doug Gim is eight under. Uh, he's already finished, so he's at nine under. Corey Connors is six under through 10. We saw Jordan Spieth tie the course record with 62 yesterday. First time he ever went back-to-back Eagles uh, in his PGA Tour career. Xander Shoffley is in the tie with Justin Thomas at 10 under. Uh, you can't ask for much more. Brooks Kepka has it to eight under. Uh, this should be wild, but they're also racing the weather as a uh, tropical storm is headed to the uh, North Atlantic coast. Yes, and the Storm's name is Henry, so Henry's on his way up. Uh, it could change things, and we could see a Monday finish. Uh, if it gets real bad, they're going to have to call it. So that's what's uh, going on there with the PGA Tour. When we come back, Jeff Simons, Director of Resort Operations at Band in Dunes, going to hop on the line with us, tell us uh, what's new right now that's available for you to enjoy going down there, what is in the works, and uh, what, uh, what golf's like in the Dominican Republic. Uh, we'll get all of that with him. Just getting started here, Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 817 this morning, Jason Swigart, Harold Bluestein here with you up until the top of the hour. A center and Saint will take over. We got baseball for you over on uh, 910 this morning. Uh, Rays and uh, White Sox. And then tonight here, uh, preseason NFL football with the Seahawks and Broncos. 5 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. So that is the uh, lineup here for you today. So how do how the Hawks look this year? I haven't uh, seen we any don't know. They finally signed Jamal Adams, so yeah. uh, they need to sign Dwayne Brown, the uh, veteran left tackle. So if there's any money left over, that would make Russell Wilson happy and protect his blind side. And so, but we'll see. You know, I I actually watched a couple of preseason games. Wow, and, you're, and the, you're brave. Yeah, and the homers are really hilarious to listen to. Yes, uh, you know they're so excited. They say this is going to be a great season. You know, five games in, they're no. going to be on the other end of yeah. the uh, excitement uh, scale. Talk to me September 9th when they count. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but joining us now on the line, director of resort operations down at Bandon Dunes. Uh, many say the number one golf resort destination in the world. It's right in our backyards. We're so fortunate to have Jeff Simons on with us, who's uh, I understand just back from uh, from outside the country. So we're glad to have you back. A lot going on down there at Bandon, but uh, you got to play golf somewhere else in the world. Yeah, good morning, Jason and Harold. Uh, thanks for having me on. But you're right, I'm I'm fresh uh, off a visit to the Caribbean where I played some golf at uh, Casa de Campo. Ah, uh, boy, that had I was just looking at golf in the Dominican Republic, and it appears that they're trying to attract more people down there. There's one golf course called the Teeth of the Dog. I don't know if you had a chance to play it, but, <laughs> but uh, tell us a little bit about golf down there. How is it uh, the same as what we find up here? Well, Teeth of Dog, I only got to play it four or five times. So, um, oh, really? <laughs> it, it was fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful golf course, beautiful area. Um, really had a lot of fun. The, the Bermuda grass and the grain uh, wreaked havoc on my my putting for maybe one or two rounds, but once you get that figured out, it's, it's just enjoying sunshine and, uh, and great golf. 
Well, and you're back now, uh, coming up on on the fall, and I think one of the uh, one of the best times maybe to get down uh, uh, towards Bandon. But I I know there's lots been going on. We saw stories about new golf course development uh, from Mr. Kaiser, a new 18 uh, that's a little further down the coast, uh, as well as a new short course that's coming in. Uh, to what degree uh, are these? Uh, before shovels and and dirt starts getting moved, how far down the road are these sorts of things uh, from your mind? Uh, Right now there, it's really just, it was a a fun conversation that our owner, Mike Kaiser had with, uh, with some golf media. And again, it's news that is, something that he just had a fun time sharing. So we've, we've got an 18 golf course south of town that we're planning. And it's something that we've been uh, talking about for probably six to eight years. Uh, it's had different forms and different, different types of uh, ideas behind it, but it, it seems like something now that we've got a lot of backing on and it, it's, you know, we're in early in the permitting process. There's no real time frame. Uh, but it's something that looks like we'll we'll start developing here as soon as we can. And okay. then, as you mentioned, uh, a, a par three golf course as well, which, uh, again, Tom Doak had laid out a routing for it probably five years ago, and uh, it was just something that we, we really liked. It's more great um, sand dunes, short par threes to, to medium-length par threes. It'll be very similar to Bannon Preserve, and, uh, we've just kind of been waiting for the right time, so we'll, we're starting that process now of of getting it permitted and trying to figure out what a construction schedule would look like. So, still very early on in the stages, but it's always fun to talk about more golf abandoned dunes. How far away are the new venues from the resort now? Uh, the 18-hole golf course would be south of Bandon, so it's you know probably a 15 to 20 minute drive. You'd have to go through town, which will. Mm-hmm. be kind of a fun new experiment with us because right now you can get to abandoned dunes and you never have to leave campus. Uh, but this would give people an opportunity to drive through the town abandoned and, and see some different, uh, different things. Jeff Simons, uh, our guest here, director of resort operations down at Bandon. And then things that are actually new and open now. I, I got the email. There are some new uh, lodging facilities, some new dining options uh, there as well, the uh, the Round Lake Lodge rooms. I know there's been some renovations to existing properties, too. Uh, so people that maybe haven't been in a while, they have some new offerings. How exciting is this for everybody? It's been fantastic. Our, our Round Lake rooms, we opened on August 1st. And it, uh, we started construction in, in early 2020. So it's great to get these things open. We've got 24 new rooms over at Round Lake. Um, it sits kind of behind the sixth hole abandoned trails. Mm-hmm. So you've got lake views, forest views. Um, a couple of the rooms will have view corridors down golf holes. Um, but we've got eight single kings and 16 spacious double queen rooms. Um, and, you know, we're only, what, three weeks into it. But so far, feedback has just been outstanding. It, it's a really great look and, and something new to the um, resort offering. And we're really excited about it. At the same time, we also opened up the Forge Steakhouse, uh, which is something we've we've talked about and we've listened to our guests that they really wanted a, a true steakhouse. Um, so our culinary team has worked really hard at, at building an incredible menu, 
and uh, we, we've now got that that full fledged steakhouse experience. Yeah, I played the Sheep Ranch for the first time uh, in one of our proams this last spring, and I got to tell you, it just jumped to the top of my list. As uh, I've always loved Bannon Trails and and the original Bannon, but the Sheep Ranch is just so much fun. Uh, how's been? How has the reception for it been? The reception's been wonderful, and I'm, it, it's great to hear that it jumped to the top of your list. But at the same time, we, we are happy because a lot of our golfers will say, I love it, but it's not my favorite on property. And that's really kind of says something about the other golf courses and what we've got at Bannon Dunes, that we can add a new golf course and it becomes some people's favorites. But, you know, others still have their sentimental favorite that might be Bannon Dunes that started it all. It could be Pacific with those stunning visuals. Uh, there's no set answer of what the best golf course is. I, I agree with you, uh, Harold, that it's so much fun when you're out there. I find myself playing with people and, you know, by the, the 11th hole, they'll ask, you know, like, what hole are we on? Because you're yeah. you're enjoying the views and the, the camaraderie so much, you kind of forget that you're out there playing golf, trying to post a score, and you lose yourself out there. And it's it's just great that it doesn't feel like it's a drag or you're just going hole by hole by hole. It, it's just it's such a, a great experience. Well, and uh, the USGA is noticing uh, all the great experiences out there. Earlier this summer, they announced uh, 13 different USGA championships will be contested on the courses there. How important is this for Band and Dunes? And uh, I know what, you know, there's still the dream, I think, of having a U.S. Open of some sort, whether it's the women, the the seniors. It, certainly, Bandon has only so much infrastructure, can't accommodate maybe the crowds that you would expect at a normal event. But what uh, what does this mean? We're going to see Walker Cup matches there in 2029. I think that's going to be fantastic. Uh, how Just how much fun is this going to be for everybody there at the facility? Well, it, uh, it it's certainly something that we've been working hard towards in, in over the past, what, it's been 15 years. We've hosted seven USGA championships and, and really have put forth a, a, a lot of effort to welcome the USGA and competitors that come and compete um, on all of our golf courses. And to, to get a, a relationship like this that extends – uh, for, the, for the next 24 years and the variety of championships. I think it speaks a lot about what the resort can handle from a golf experience perspective and and the ability for, for people to come and compete at the resort. And it also really kind of speaks to what the USGA is trying to do with their championships and, and really make them at public access golf courses and and high-end facilities that gets players excited and it, it helps drive signups and um, it's really just a, a win-win-win situation. Um, and, and you're right, we're we're really excited about hosting the junior amateur next year. Uh, it really kind of falls right in line with mm-hmm. our junior Bananista program, which we started four years ago, where uh, kids 22 and under uh, play free from Mother's Day through the end of July with parents. So, so that kind of started our junior kick, and the opportunity to host the junior amateur uh, fit right into that. We've got a women's amateur a couple years, now four years away, which will be great. And, and as you mentioned, the Walker Cup at the end of uh, in 2029 will just be incredible. 
Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to be able to make the 2045 uh, U.S. <laughs> junior amateur, uh, you know, whether and whether you'll still be there, Jeff, and whether I'll be uh, able to walk the course with something other than a walker. The uh, it is it is pretty exciting for uh, amateur golf, uh, and the USGA has done so much, and and Bannon has been welcome them with open arms got to be pretty darn exciting to look at this this schedule and say my goodness you know this i can't wait to to see some of this and we'd love to come out and watch yeah that's that's the hard part is seeing this lineup all the way through 2045 and you know makes me want to make sure i'm still there and (laughs) in uh, 24 more years and how do we get them going it'll be really exciting when we look at the 2032 u.s amateur women's amateur yeah you know concept of hosting both championships at the same time uh which is something that's never been done before um and, and, you know, figuring out a way, hopefully, to, to make TV work, or if that doesn't work, going back-to-back to where, you know, you've got one than the other. Um, there's just a lot of different possibilities that we could do at Bannon Dunes and, and really kind of elevate both the, the amateur and the women's amateur and put them on the same pedestal. Jeff Simons, Director of Resort Operations down there at Bandon. And uh, I know there's a lot uh, in the works, but uh, people that are maybe thinking about uh, making a fall trip down there, what do they need to uh, keep in mind? One, obviously, uh, make your reservations well ahead of time because I know uh, uh, everything's uh, pretty busy for you. Yeah, that's that's great advice right there, Jason. That's one of the, the biggest things, biggest challenges we've had as of late is you know, as kind of this golf boom has hit and, uh, you know, people are staying outdoors and the, the sheep ranch opening and U.S. amateur coverage from last year is it's gotten uh, busier abandoned than we've ever been before. So we're excited. We're, we're probably two or three months away from opening up our 2023 T-sheets to where we'll start taking reservations. It's crazy to think that people are planning that far out, but that's where we are. And uh, just visit us on our website or, or call our reservations team, and we'll do everything we can to find a spot for you. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, looking forward to uh, all that is to come down there at Bandon. Thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. All right, there you go, Jeff Simons and uh, Bandon Dunes. I think it's just BandonDunesGolf.com, uh, but, uh, yeah, just spectacular. And uh, when you have the opportunity, it is. It is the number one ranked golf resort in the world by several different publications right in our backyard. Yeah, I can't help but want to play it every year. And uh, we're fortunate as PGA members to have a have a pro-am there uh, once or twice a year. Uh, so we get to play two to three of the golf courses at, uh, in one stay. It's, and, and they're always great and very gracious. Uh, if you get a chance, th- we call it the land of yes. Because whatever you yes. request there at Bandon, they're going to find a way to accommodate you. Just bring your credit card. Yeah. All right. Uh, time to uh, help you on the short game. When you do make your uh, voyage there, as we have Brandon Stukesbury going to hop on for the uh, our tip segment, help you out with the putting and your short game, uh, some books that he's written, one of the top instructors uh, in America. He joins us next. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. It's After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. 
Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. We're all set. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. 8.32 here this morning. Golf in the Northwest. Jason Swigard and Harold Bluestein here with you. We will chat with the, uh, or you'll hear my chat with the winner of the Les Schwab Amateur, uh, Heather Lynn, who earned her spot in the LPGA uh, Portland Cambia Classic coming up next month in just a little bit, but very pleased to have joining us uh, here this morning, Brandon Stukesbury, uh, head golf professional at, uh, I'm hoping I'm, I'm pronouncing this right, uh, Metairie Golf Club outside New Orleans. Is that uh, is that correct there, Brandon? Uh, it, it's not, but that's it's close enough, Metairie. Metairie. All right, Metairie yeah, uh, Country Metairie. Club outside yeah. New Orleans. Uh, he uh, used to be the director of instruction at the PGA Tour Academy at TPC Las Vegas. Uh, two books now out uh, that he has penned, The Wedge Book, an owner's manual for your short game, and The Putter Book, an owner's manual for your green game. Uh, Brandon joining us this morning. Good morning. Uh, hope everything is uh, well down there in that part of the, uh, that part of the world. And uh, just uh, maybe give everybody a little bit of background, uh, your journey into golf and finding instruction uh, as uh, as your means. Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me on. It is very hot and very wet down here in South Louisiana. We are uh, just outside the city of New Orleans, and so I am very happy on a Saturday morning to be sitting in my office on a, on a radio show. Um, I can tell you that because it's hot outside. You know, my, my journey is is uh, very different from a lot of instructors. You know, a lot of instructors were former players that decided they wanted to teach instead of play. That wasn't me at all. I actually started in the operations side um, in a golf shop and sort of grew to love teaching and, and, and have a personality and, and kind of have a mind that is always, you know, always wants to be challenged and always wants to kind of find answers um, and, and dig into things. And so once I got into teaching, I immersed myself, you know, in it and, and, and tried to study and research and read and watch and, and shadow and, and do all I could to learn as much as I could. And, and it led to, uh, frankly, uh, you know, a, a very fortunate, uh, flourishing career in the world of full-time golf instruction. From that, um, came my desire to write a book. Uh, on short game the wedge book was first it came out in 2015 and 
uh, blew away every expectation I had. I mean, I, I didn't really expect a whole lot, but, um, you know, a, a week after it hit the shelves, it went to number one on Amazon's bestseller list and stayed there for over five years. Um, and so I'll never forget the day that it took down uh, Ben Hogan's book and Harvey Pinnock's Little Red Book at uh, number two and three, respectively, to go to number one. That was a pretty cool day for me as a, a golf fan and and golf instructor. But uh, blew away all my expectations, and, and I'm so thankful for the folks out there that bought it and read it and commented on it. And, you know, and that success uh, in part led to the putter book. And so that was the second book in in the – you know, in the in the run, and it came out just uh, about eight or nine months ago now, early January of this year, or late January of this year, and 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 it's been uh, it's been going well ever since. And so that's that's kind of my story. I, I just started here. I relocated um, from uh, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, where I've been for about seven and a half years. I started here April first. Uh, we're in the. This is an incredible place. We're in the middle of a a complete restoration back to a 1922 Seth Rayner design golf course, um, which is a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing. And so uh, it's exciting place to be exciting time to be here. And uh, you know, it's uh, all, all as well. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on as an instructor myself. I, I read everything and we have a similar background. I started out as a caddy master and eventually worked my way up into uh, head professional. But uh, I really appreciate, uh, I started reading the wedge book because I was struggling with uh, my short game. Uh, typical of a player my age, uh, getting a little bit of the shakes and the, uh, and some mechanical issues going on. And I see it quite often with older players What's the first bit of advice you can give a player struggling with their short game? Uh, the first bit of advice I usually give folks is um, try to come in with some sort of plan. And what I mean by that is most people don't. You know, most people miss a green and they drive up with a golf cart and they just grab their highest lofted wedge in the bag and walk up and try to figure out how to hit the shot when they get there. Um, we don't do that when we play, you know, we, you know, or, or play in full swing when we're in the middle of the fairway, we read lives, we read when we read yardage, we choose golf clubs. We come up with all these plans. We just don't do that in short game. And it forces us to try to fit the shot into the situation, mm-hmm. right? Meaning I've got, I've got to find a way to get this shot to work with the situation I'm faced with. Instead of the opposite, you really should take the situation and then figure out which shot works best. Um, and so the, that's, that's the, the first piece of advice I usually give folks is let's come up with some sort of plan. Let's have a plan of attack. And then based on that, we can start to learn the different skills and shots that we need to sort of broaden our horizons and increase the tools in our arsenal. Um, and therefore, short game gets better. Yeah, instead of just grabbing that lob wedge and thinking you you can hit it up close, so you're we are expanding the tools that we're using. So, you in your a short game book in the wedge book, you talk about different types of shots, uh, and can you go through those real quick? Yeah, so you know the way I wrote the wedge book is I started it at about five yards off the edge of a green. Right. So imagine you hit a shot, you know, with an iron from the middle of the fairway and it just rolled off the back edge of the green. You know, you're really close to the fringe. Um, 
I called that a bump and run shot. And then the shots that were successively or that, that came in success, succession after that were simply larger versions. And so the next shot was the hinge and hold. And that was somewhere between five and 15 yards away from the edge of the green. Back beyond that was what I called the toss shot, which was between 15 and, you know, 30 to 35 yards ish if you will, uh, away from the edge of the green. I sort of stopped there. You know, it's funny how you um, should have, could have, would have, right? If, if I'd known what I know now, then I probably would have added a chapter in the wedge book to go back beyond the 30 to 35 to 40 yards. And, and I would have called that, um, you know, distance wedges or mini wedges, if you will. Um, I didn't. I chose not to do that, and, and it is what it is. But that was how the shots worked. It was my way of trying to, give you a structure for how to increase the size of the swing Mm -hmm. necessary as you got progressively further away from the edge of the green. Yeah, which is really important. Uh, And in the case of putting, uh, that that holds true there, too. Uh, I've just... uh, picked up the uh, putter book. Actually, you you sent me a copy of it. (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, This is a great book. Uh, I really enjoy it. I've been working with my co-host, Jason, on on his putting, and I'm going to share this book with him. Uh, So give us a little tip here on how we can improve our putting again. It's starting with a plan, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, putting, one of the reasons I wanted to write the putting book is because for as little information out there as there was on wedges, um, there was a little more on putting, but I never really read anything that broke putting down the way I taught it. And I felt like I needed to share that. And so, you know, here's the biggest piece of advice I can give folks. Break putting down or, or putting can be broken down into three buckets. Right. And so what's it take to, to, to hit a good putt? Now, and I, it's important that I tell everybody that a good putt isn't a putt that goes in. Right. Um, not every good putt goes in because we live in an environment that just sometimes doesn't allow that. Right. Um, spike marks, you know, a bug, a rock on the green or something can, can make an otherwise beautifully hit putt go offline. But, but what's required for a good putt? Right. Well, it's three particular skills. In no, in no order, right, in no particular order, your ability to choose the right line, that would be green reading, choose the right spot to, you know, to aim it at. Can you roll it at that spot, that start line control, and can you control the speed? Um, if you control and you do all three of those things well, you've hit a really good putt. Ergo, you will be a really good putter. Um, and, and I don't think people look at it that way, right? I, I think people just assume that their job when they walk up to a ball is to hit the ball and make it go in the hole. And that just doesn't work, right? Statistically, that's just not how it works. We don't make very many putts statistically, right? P- people are usually people are usually very surprised to hear two statistics, right, that I share in the wedge book. Um, from 15 feet, the PGA Tour average is 26%. Right. Right? The best putters walking the planet only make one in four from 15 feet. People are further surprised to hear that eight feet is the 50-50 mark. For the best putters in the world, 
we don't make a whole lot of putts. We just don't, right? We miss way more than we ever make. And so our job is not to make the putt. Our job is to raise our chances of making the putt, increase our odds of the putt going in. And the best way to do that is to get proficient at the three skills. And so when you start to look at it that way, then you can start to break down which of the skills are most deficient in your game. And then you can work on that skill first and then figure out which skill is the next most deficient and then shore that skill up and so forth and so on. And therefore you become a better putter. Brandon Stukesberry, unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, we would love to catch up with you down the road. But for people that are interested in your instruction and the books, what's the uh, best way to uh, find them and find you? Yeah, so the, the books are available on Amazon. You can just search for the Wedge book or the Putter book. Um, as far as myself, everything I have out there in the world is under uh, my last name and then golf. So Stukesberry Golf, that's S T O O. K-S-B-U-R-Y Golf, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, everything, website, everything is Stukesbury Golf. I love to hear from fans. I love to hear from folks that have bought the book, so don't hesitate to reach out. Well, we appreciate uh, you taking the time for us so much. Uh, We look forward to uh, catching up with you down the road as well to continue uh, the discussion. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I had a great time. There you go. Brandon Stukesbury. Uh, I'm going to steal those books from uh, Harold once he's done reading them. No question. One, they're very thin. So as as good golf instruction is, it needs to be digestible for students so they can not be overwhelmed and then apply it. Yeah, it's tough for for me personally. I, you know, I started reading Dave Phelps books that are, you know, an inch or two thick. And, uh, you know, you tend to lose track of where you were and where you were going. And we don't stuff. want your head swimming either with 18,000 different notions. Exactly. And, and Brandon's books are really quite excellent. They're about 100 pages each, and you can go back and refer to them quite easily, broken down in simple form, uh, kind of the way I teach, a very similar approach to keeping things simple and appropriate to have a context in order to, uh, from a context, you can improve. As he said, you have to assess which skill you are uh, deficient in, and you work on that particular skill. And that's what I've been doing with speed. I, I said, I need to get the speed down, and working just on that, been able to see improvement yeah that's great and the last time we played a tri mountain i thought your putting had improved immensely i you felt as if it was more of a you know a math problem in a way uh where i wanted it to be a little more intuitive and you're starting to pick up that intuitive sense of speed so there you go thanks again to brandon stukesbury when we come back uh i caught up with the winner of the les schwab amateur open heather lynn she has qualified for the portland cambia classic Uh, you'll hear her thoughts on uh, doing that and going into her senior year at the university of oregon as we continue golf in the northwest on 1080 the fan 
Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the Business of Golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Thanks to Jeff Simons at Band and Dunes. Thanks to Brandon Stukesbury as well uh, for joining us. It's a busy, busy uh, uh, show here. Uh, next week, uh, we hope, I believe there is media day for the uh, Cambia Portland Classic. We believe Georgia Hall will be here. She's in contention uh, at the AIG Women's Open this week as the defending champion at the Cambia. So it should be interesting. But earlier this week, I was able to catch up with the winner of the Les Schwab Amateur Open. And uh, Heather Lynn, who's going into her senior year at the University of Oregon, she won it in 2019 uh, as a sophomore then, but now a little bit more experienced, had a chance to catch up with her and ask her just about winning it for a second time, defeating two of her duck teammates and what it'll be like uh, playing in this event for a second time. I'm very excited for sure to be able to participate in the Parlin LPJ Classic again. Um, I was there two years ago, but I guess I was... I would say I was unprepared. I was really nervous. Um, but I feel like this time going in, I will be a little bit more experienced. And also, I'm not taking any classes this month. So I'll have a lot of time to um, prepare and get my game ready and talk to my coach and have a good game plan moving forward. Well, and that's uh, so much as confidence, familiarity, and you talk about, uh, it, you know, winning it in 2019, being able to come back, knowing what you're getting into uh, heading into the tournament. But also uh, you had two of your Oregon teammates there that uh, were in yeah. the top four. How comfortable was it? And was it did it make it more competitive or was it more comfortable? Uh, it was a first. I, I was actually play with one of my teammates in the same group in the in the in the PDX Open, um, we played the first 18 holes together. We, we, I, I played a playoff with her as well. And um, her name is Chin Su Chang. And we actually are both from Taiwan and we grew up together. So we know each other very, very well. And we both really wanted to get in the tournament, of course. Um, actually, we were both very competitive. So it was a very great experience. And yeah, I would say we're definitely more competitive than comfortable. No question. Yeah, we're teammates. We like support each other off, on and off the course, but also, you know, golf is still like an individual sport. So, you know, everyone wants to play their best. Talking with Heather Lynn here. She is the winner of the uh, Les Schwab Amateur Open, part of the Cambia Portland Classic. She will be in the field uh, about a month, a little less than a month from now, up at Oregon Golf Club. Uh, obviously, when you won a couple of years ago, played at Columbia Edgewater. How familiar mm -hmm. are you with the Oregon Golf Club? Have you played it much, and how much do you plan to play in the next month? Um, I actually never played Oregon Golf Club, and I heard a lot of good things about uh, about the course. It's really beautiful and very hilly, so I'm definitely going to go try to go up and play a few times before the tournament. And so uh, what do you take from the experience in 2019, uh, assuming you'll have a few fewer butterflies, not to say you won't have any, <laughs> but, uh, but what did you learn from there that you can apply uh, going into this and then uh, just – what are the expectations now playing alongside all these uh, LPGA veterans and, and professionals? Um, I would say for, also I'm after three years of college experience and um, 
like and just playing in more tournaments, I'll I feel like I'll be a little more calm and um, confident as well. I feel like the first year when I was playing in it, I didn't feel very confident because I feel like I'm an amateur. I'm still a college player, and you know, um, I don't feel like I was really belong uh, in the field. But I feel like this time, you know, I'm because it's going to be my last year in school too, and I'm going to turn pro after I graduate. So this is, I feel like this is a good. Um, this will be good for me to, you know, starting to get um, comfortable with playing in the professional tournament. So I feel like mentally I'm more, feeling more comfortable in this coming. And yet, this coming you guys have a good squad also at Oregon. You finished 11th at the NCAA championships uh, the past spring. So uh, a lot of expectations there. What do you feel mm-hmm. like the best part of your game is or what's most suited uh, to being able to, to compete at the professional level? Um, I would say I really like my put- putter, and um, so I would say it's my it's the strength of my game. And also, um, I'm also after um, three years of um, experience college, I gained some distance on my drives and iron shots. So I hope that will um, become another, uh, my second best <laughs> part of my game. Heather Lynn here, our guest. She is the winner of the Les Schwab Amateur Open, uh, going back for her senior year at Oregon, but will compete in the Cambia Portland Classic next month. How inspiring is it to, for you to see all of these younger women winning majors, first-time major winners on the LPGA Tour to give you confidence that uh, you can go out and have some success uh, fairly quickly? Uh, you don't have to necessarily uh, grind away for, for years and years before making a mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like right now that even the college tournaments or um, amateur tournaments are very competitive. So um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, even the college player after, as soon as they turn pro, they get, a, they adapt to the mm, LPJ very quickly. So hopefully I could, I could uh, follow the same path as them. Who's uh, do you have somebody that, that you've looked up to or try to model your, your game after, or somebody you'd like to model after at the, uh, on the uh-huh. LPGA tour? I feel like right now I've been following Lydia Ko a lot and her swing and her continuing pro- progressing in her game. So, and I feel like my body, like physical wise, are like similar to her. So she's definitely someone that I look up to. Well, and she's uh, yeah, she's had a great season uh, getting back mm-hmm. to the uh, the top levels in the world. So what uh, what's going to take place over the next month? You mentioned you don't have classes to worry about here mm-hmm. taking summer school. So uh, how much do you dial in on this and in, in playing the Oregon Golf Club versus not getting yourself too amped up before the tournament gets here? <laughs> Yeah, um, I said I guess I'll be in Eugene for most of the time. We have a really good practice facility down there, and also I just start working with my new coach um, like a month ago. So we've been talking very like frequently and just trying to get my game in the best shape. And yeah, and not to yeah, not definitely not go. No, definitely not burn, burn out myself, for sure. <laughs> That's the <laughs> trick. Well, I know everybody's excited to see you out at Oregon Golf Club there uh, in September, the Cambia Portland Classic, where Heather Lynn will be teeing it up uh, as the Amateur Open champion. Uh, good luck with practice. Enjoy uh, the rest of the summer, and we look forward to seeing you out at the Oregon Golf Club uh, in a month. Thank you so much, Jason. I'm very excited and looking forward to it.
And we're excited to uh, see her. The Ducks have a great uh, women's golf program coming back. They took spots one, two, three. So uh, spots two, three, and four that finished uh, in the uh, Les Schwab Oregon Amateur will also be in the Monday qualifier for the uh, Portland Cambia Classic. Yeah, what a great opportunity it'll be for for Heather uh, going forward. Uh, she said something really interesting, and that is that the the amateur level of golf has has really elevated, and that has made um, has paved the way for a lot of first time winners, not just on the LPGA tour, but preparation for the Corn Ferry and the, the men's tour, tour on the, for the women as Absolutely. well. So, uh, and there's a lot more availability of competition at the junior level, at the amateur level, collegiately. So they are much more competition ready than they used to be. Absolutely, they are, and you can see a weekend and week out on the, on the Golf Channel. Uh, I love the fact that they televised the amateur tournaments out there. There was a great one, the men's amateur, yep. where uh, the, at Oakmont, yeah. yes, uh, kid pilot won or or pilot, yeah, won uh, with a great comeback in the last nine holes. Uh, and a little guy, you know, he's five yeah. nine, one hundred and fifty pounds, and he went out there and and took took the victory. That'll do it for us. We gotta get out of here. Thanks again to Heather Lynn. Thanks to Brandon Stukesbury. Uh, thanks to Jeff Simons. Uh, we'll wrap it up. We hope to have a conversation with Georgia Hall next Saturday for you uh, after media day at the Portland Cambia Classic. Thanks again to Will Darkins. He's up next with Center and Saint for Harold. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. That was sarcasm. Yeah, you're breathing water. So anyway. Now, how would I adjust? Well, I've got to choke down on my club a little bit. Put all that crap out of your head. Smoking at three, coffee at five. (laughs) How tight it is. Not making it so penal for players. Yeah, you're more suck your finger and stick it in the wind and see what's going. Yeah, exactly. You had him on Thursday on his knees. (laughs) You know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Fiji's in Europe. Uh... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.